from Relay FM. This is Upgrade, episode 376. And yes, you guessed it, we're back and we're drafting for the 2021 October Apple event. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander from Smile and Instabug. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by my co host and my combatant, Jason Snow. Hi, Jason. Hi, Mike. I got a, a text from you the other morning where you mm-hmm. said, I guess we're drafting. Yep. <laughs> That's how I found out that there was an Apple event that was announced. <laughs> so here we are next Monday. So Monday. we're also drafting a day earlier than we usually draft because Apple's doing their event a day earlier than they normally would. Uh, there's going to be an Apple event. So I have a hashtag snail talk question for you okay. about this. So the uh, press invitation and, and that kind of stuff, the artwork is all around this theme of unleashed is what Apple's saying. What do you think about that? I think that this one's maybe got a little bit more to it than usual. Right. First, I'd say it sounds a little too much like a Samsung event for my taste. Because the un? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they do un, right? Unpacked. Unpacked. Like, And the, there's like the hyperspace kind of thing. I think it's going to be that the it's pro speed. It's going to be, you know, if my calculations are correct, you know, this will be the fastest Mac laptops ever. Hey, Jason, could probably the fastest mac ever <laughs> it, could, it could be the fastest no, mac ever my my calculations suggest that there are going to be some high this is how we have to skew this some high-end mac pro configurations might be faster than it mm. um but that's about it uh and the other the other obvious one is the rumors of doing magnetic charging that unleashed where you've got the you know the, you don't have the USB-C leash anymore because you've got a magnet thing that pops off if it gets stressed and stuff that's uh I think maybe the other meaning there, maybe. Interesting. I I was kind of just thinking along the lines of, let's show you what we can really do. Right. Is Intel the leash in this yeah. scenario? Yes. Mm. Um, or just like in general, right? That they they've kind of for whatever reason they've been holding back on the Mac for a while, <laughs> and now they're not anymore. Which I think is clear. I think that's been clear. Uh, over the last year or so, you know, um, the iMac I think is a, an example of this, and so they are unleashed again. So that snail okay. talk was from me, by the way. Oh, good. Thank you, listener Mike. No problem. If you would like to send in a snail talk question to help us open an episode of Upgrade, just send out a tweet with the hashtag snail talk. Use question mark snail talk in the Relay FM members Discord, or have direct access to our show document, like I do, which is why I can type whatever I want in here. Uh, it works. So follow up. <laughs> We do actually have okay. one bit of follow-up before we get to the draft. We said we'd be reviewing Apple Watches on Monday. Well, That's not going to happen now. Probably not. Because no. obviously, uh, where we usually move the show, we will be recording and releasing on Monday after the Apple event. Yes. Uh, we don't need to move our uh, episode for once, which I'm very thankful for. Thanks, nice. Apple, uh, for doing that for us. So uh, we'll probably, I'm expecting, talk about Apple Watches the week after, because... I doubt that they'll, like, you know, because obviously there's going to be hardware, there's going to be something, right? Uh, it's unlikely that that will come out or be available for us to talk about the directly the week after. So uh, at least now we'll have a little bit more time with our Apple Watches, which would be nice. Yeah. So let's do the rules of the draft so that we have nine-ish rounds with 18 kind of overall picks. They're split because it's this year or this time. Sort of, sort of 10. Yes, so we're we're splitting the draft into two main categories, and we we're doing this one a little bit differently uh, in a few ways. One is one of the categories is just MacBook Pro picks. 
And usually yes. we would do like Mac picks or something like that, but we're kind of putting all our chips on the table here and making a bold prediction that the majority of this event will be focused around the MacBook Pro. And right. because there's so many rumors and so much uh, that could be added to this MacBook Pro, that we had so many potential picks that we would choose from that were just focused on that. It's its own category. Yeah. And there will be five rounds of picks for the MacBook Pro. We then have a bunch of other stuff, you know, like other Macs, other products, all kinds. And we just lumped all those together into other. We're going to do four rounds there. Um, and because we've been so focused on color in the show recently, Jason had the great idea of the mini draft that the colors are. Uh -huh. um, we're going to be drafting a selection colors. of colors. We're going to yes. choose three colors each from yes. the list that we have already uh, selected. And whoever gets the most colors that will be put into, I'm assuming, the MacBook Pro yes, um, will win the one point. There's one point. Just one point uh, at but, risk, yeah. but uh, but three picks each, and we're just, it's just a little side bet about what yep. colors the MacBook Pro might be. Yep. So continuing with the standard rules, winner of the previous draft gets to go first, and that's Jason Snell. Uh, our items are chosen from a predetermined list of choices, as we've mentioned. We have agreed, uh, and also that they must be uh, verifiable on screen and not ridiculously obvious uh, for us right. to be able to score the picks. Uh, for an item to count, it must be clearly announced on stage or on a slide during the presentation, verifiable during the keynote itself. Anything that comes out after does not count. Uh, Stephen Hackett will adjudicate in case of a scoring stalemate between the two of us, but we prefer to score ourselves. No partial points awarded. The points are awarded on the episode of final and finalized during the scoring segment. In the case of a tie, there is a tiebreaker question, mm -hmm. and the loser gets pick of the tiebreaker. So the uh, over it. or under on that. Results so far this year. I won the first draft of the year in April. Jason won WWDC in September. So the expectation is here. I have the opportunity to score a tie for the year, probably. And I just want to point out a little statistical note. Mm -hmm. According to Upgrade.Cards, which I guess is the unofficial official website of the Upgrade draft, yep. all three of our drafts this year were ties settled by the tiebreaker. <laughs> Which is bananas. Like, this is one of those things where I believe Zach's correct, but me and Jason had to really question each other. Over like, is that actually how it went? Um, I trust Zach better than my own memory. So, And what, the, what that is setting up is, if we play our cards right, this one will be a t uh, tie, settled by a tiebreaker. You'll win the tiebreaker, and we will have tied the entire year. Which will be... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I want that the most. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, those scorecards at Upgrade.Cards, that's where you can play along, uh, put together by wonderful friend of the show, Zach Knox. There will be a link in the show notes, as there always is, the interactive scorecard for you to play along at home on Monday. Ooh. So tiebreaker. We do event duration. It's a nice and easy one to select from. Uh, yep. You're going to pick the time, and I'm going to pick over-under on that. That's right. Going to do it right down the middle this time. Okay. 60 minutes. Is that the thing that you had the problem with? On, yeah. Uh, tick, yeah. Tick, 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 tick. No, yeah, what was the... Uh, 21, uh, 22, 22, 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. I was kind of vamping there because there was something that I just remembered that I wanted to do before the show began, but forgot, which was to look at the length of some of the previous uh, yeah. events. 
recently because I know that the last one ran long, but I'm not going to yes. compare it to something like that. So, all right, let me take a look. Mm. So my premise here with picking 60 Minutes mm. is that this is going to be a more focused event. Mm-hmm. And they've done some of those in the past where it, it's really more like an hour event instead mm-hmm. of an hour and a half or a two-hour event. And that this will be quick and out. And what I really want to do is make you have to make a decision between this is a longer than 60 event or a shorter than 60 event because I feel like both are both are possible that's why I picked 60. I I think oh. if I picked more than 60 and left 60 uncovered, I think 60 minutes is the most likely duration. And one of the beauties of picking the over under or picking the the, the setting the over under is that you get the number you set. So I get 60, which I think is the highest probability. So that's my thought. I don't want, I mean, to, to people who are like, I should have gone 65, like uh, David in the in the Discord. My rationale there is that I feel like it's going to be 60 and that if I pick 61 or 65 or 68, Michael just pick the under and I'll lose. So I'm going to make it harder for Mike. This sucks. <laughs> yep. Every time, this is one of those decisions where every time I feel like, oh, my gut says this, I go to say yep. it and now my gut and then disagrees but, with me. But on the other hand... <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm going to say I don't know what I'm going to say. All right, let me talk through my my thought process here. Okay. I'm just going to speak aloud. So my expectation realistically is that the majority of this event will be MacBook Pro could potentially be the only could be serious announcement and they might have a couple of other little bits and bobs. Could be the chip that powers the MacBook Pro and that could be literally it. Or they could, there could be other things, right? There could be a Mac Mini, there could be an iMac, there could be AirPods. You know, who knows what else could a be? A review in of like a look over of Monterey. Yeah, a, an extended preview of a new show. <laughs> who knows? Oh, this is this is rough. And also, I'll say, uh, official, unofficial, official historian Zach has now pointed out that their April event was was sixty one minutes long, and their November event was forty nine minutes long. <laughs> yeah, so. geez, this is why I'm struggling. Yeah, that's this is why I said it where I did is that I don't know whether it's going to be a hour plus or hour minus, but I feel like it's uh, in the ballpark. Yeah, and it doesn't help that like WWDC and the September were really long this year. Like, and I know they have more to do, but yeah. I, I've th- this feels to me more like a spring, you know, like that April or November yep. event are better analogs, which is yep. why I set it at sixty and not yep. at ninety. I, if I was choosing, I would have set it at like somewhere between 55 and 65 would have been the number that yeah. I would have gone for like you have. I'm going to say over. Okay. And I, what I think is it's going to be, as you say, basically on an hour. And I'm just yeah, going to assume that they won't be 59, right? Yeah, like I think this. I think it's more likely that this is a 57 or a or a 63. Yeah, this <laughs> that's this is the problem. I I literally think that the probability curve peaks at 60 and then slides down both of the other sides. But because I'll tell is, you why I went there yeah. with an app mm-hmm. with just over. If Apple have done a lot of what we are going to pick and suggest that they may have done. I think they're going to be pretty proud of it mm-hmm. and they will want to kind of really show it off. And so I think that they might go a bit long on it. Yeah, I, I get that. And yet no, last November was 49 minutes, but April was, was 61. What was last November? What did they have? Uh, last November was the M1 Max, right? 
Yeah, but they did. But like that was just like these are the chips. There was nothing else to show on them, you know. And and this one for you know new design, potentially new screen technology, different ports, all that kind of stuff. Why don't we find out what we think about what's going to happen? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. But first, I want to thank our first sponsor of this episode, and that is Text Expander from our friends at Smile. Hey, do you ever type the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, whether it's customer support emails, uh, sending out some information for sales, maybe you're doing document edits, maybe it's an address. You type these things repetitively, you use copy and paste, all of that can be a burden and can cause frequent mistakes. This is where Text Expander comes in, because with Text Expander, you and your team can keep your message consistent, save time, be more productive, and be accurate every single time. Because the way we work is always changing. You can make work happen wherever you are by saying more in less time and with less effort using Text Expander. If there was Text Expander for speech, that would have corrected what I just said. Because this is something that I do with Text Expander a lot. Is if there's words or phrases that I either misspell or miscapitalize, you can put them into Text Expander and it will do it for you. So like, for example, if I type iPad Mini, I want the M in Mini to not be capital because then it's correct. If I'm writing it out, I want it to look right. And it will do it for me. Same as like iPhone. You know, if I just type it, it will capitalize the P in iPhone for me. These are just little things that you can do with Text Expander, as well as the big stuff too. As a listener of this show, you can get 20% off your first year. Just go to textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more about Text Expander today. That's textexpander.com slash podcast. A thanks to Text Expander from Smile for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, so we are in the MacBook Pro picks. Jason, what is your first round pick? Oh... Oh, it's just gotten so much harder now. Yep. Starting is the problem. I'm going to start off with a what's probably an easy one, which is the much-rumored uh, upgrade of the smaller MacBook Pro model to 14 inches. Mm-hmm. It's a step we thought that they would take from late 2019 when they upgraded the 15 to a 16 and yet it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. I think as it got caught up in the whole Apple Silicon transition. But doing what they did with the 16, where they shrink the bezels a lot and make it look a lot more modern and get more screen space in there, um, it also differentiates it from that weird 13-inch model that they still got kicking around that's got the M1 in it. So I'll, I'll kick us off with that one. Just a, a little, a, an easy one, probably. The 14-inch MacBook Pro. Yeah, because I think I'm with you on this. I think you've got kind of two options really today because you can't have huge bezels on a modern-looking laptop. Like if you're going to redesign the laptop, which seems like they're going to, you've got to get the bezels down as much as you can. And so they have two choices, right? You keep it 13 and make the laptop smaller or you make the screen bigger and you call it a 14-inch laptop. And I think the best option is to make the bezels smaller like smaller and we'll call it a 14 inch right because if you make the laptop smaller then now you've got a whole other set of things that you have to deal with right like now the battery needs to be smaller and what do you do about the speakers and all that kind of stuff so i'm with you on this uh this was actually going to be my second pick uh was that right. they would go to 14 this is what i also want as a customer i want the, i want a 14 sure. inch laptop sure that'll be that'll be nice to have more space yep. on the smaller laptop make a big difference so my first pick is the magnetic charging port is added Yay. back to the MacBook Pro line. I mean, 
I don't know if they will call this MagSafe. I don't know if they would if they're going to do that, but it's going to be some kind of charger that will charge the laptop magnetically. I, I'm just not sure, and I also don't know what it will look like. I'm I'm really kind of like very intrigued to see what mm-hmm. they're going to do with this. Um, the reason I say I'm not sure, I mean MagSafe would be the obvious thing. But they don't call the Apple Watch charger a MagSafe charger, and that's magnetic. Right. And, and they don't call the pl- magnetic plug on the iMac MagSafe. Exactly. And and I and I wonder if maybe it's a namespace pollution thing because now, even if they bring this back, MagSafe for the iPhone, that's the brand, right? That's like an important thing. Yeah. The magnetic, you know, the, the the charger on the MacBook Pro getting magnetic is nice, but that's not a brand, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do not think that you will be able to charge your laptop via an iPhone's MagSafe connector. So no. I, don't, I don't really know what they will call it. I mean, they may just call it, like, it's just the charger and the charger has a magnetic connection. You know, I don't know how much yeah. of a branding it would even get anyway. I do wonder about the MagSafe branding and if they would bring it back because of that pollution the fact that it's now an iphone brand and Mm -hmm. yes the iphone stole it from the mac the mac had it first but you know what the iphone's got it now yeah (laughs) so iphone's taken that one that belongs to iphone yeah so mac safe mac safe (laughs) that won't be confusing at all it's a magnet how do they work (laughs) uh yeah i i I hope this happens i'm very excited about this i have one of those things that you stick in a USB-C slot that lets you use a magnetic attach cord mm-hmm. because I like that technology a lot and I miss it. And so if they build it uh, back in, that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it happens. But I, I wonder what they'll call it. I really do. We may have a pick later on, which is relating to this, but I just want to I I talk about it now just in case we don't get to it. Just to see, I want to know your personal preference. Would you still want to be able to charge via USB-C? Would you want the option? Yes. Yeah, me too. Because I would imagine there would be a speed thing. Mm-hmm. But also I would just want it because i i do have a lot of USB-C cables all over the place now my other argument is there it's not just a speed thing it's a docking thing if you're docking your laptop oh, yeah. attached to like a hub that charges like the I last have. thing you want to have to do is go back to two plugs instead of one mm. because this thing won't charge over the USB-C ports that's that i hadn't thought of that but that for me now is the exact reason why they must uh, keep this as a option well, right the only the only other solution would be if this uh plug is is a USB-C plug a magnetic USB-C and the other end of it is a USB-C plug so that you could potentially plug it into a dock. I wouldn't want that. That's because okay. that just feels like a mess because then I well, have to And then the magnet pops off and you lost your whole dock which is which bad. Which is bad, <laughs> so, right? We've got bigger bad. issues. And also then like, you know, asking their business customers to now replace every single yeah. cable, yeah, you know, it seems like yeah. too much so of a mess. That's why I think that at least one of those will uh will be uh, chargeable. In fact, you have convinced me. Oh, Mike. wow. I'm just going to go jump right, right ahead and pick it. I'm going to pick can also charge from USB-C. Great. Because I have a hard time seeing Apple say, hey, guess what? More cords. Uh, and so I'm going to say that you will be, you will not have to. Um, in fact, could you imagine a scenario where they make you buy a magnetic charge pl- plug separately? From the regular USB-C. Oh, that's, oh. I could totally see Apple doing that, where it's just a USB-C cord comes in the box, but 
you can buy a magnetic charger as an add-on. Oh, but I'm not picking that. I'm just picking that mm-hmm. one of those, at least one of those USB-C ports on it will also be charged, uh, can, can also charge. Actually, uh, let's, I mean, for pure rules lawyering, you know, at least one uh yeah usb c port will let you charge yeah, well, i would uh, and then if that that also means if there's no magnetic charging i i get that point so yeah, all, sure. right. <laughs> all right if that's the way you want to do it uh at least one usb c port will let you charge that is yep. the the vaguest of vague picks you've created for yourself there but it's fine um i can imagine having the MagSafe and then also the USB-C thing being a kind of example of what Apple will tell the story of this, um, of this laptop of like, it is new and cool, but for our professional customers, we believe in flexibility. Yeah. So we'll let you charge how you want. I can imagine that being part of the story of this laptop in general. Yeah. I, I think, uh, it will be very interesting to see. Yes. All right, my second pick, mm-hmm. Touch Bar is gone. Touch Bar is gone. That was going to be my pick. Yeah. But but you you tricked me. Uh, yes, RIP the Touch Bar. They didn't, uh, I mean, look, they've done nothing. The if Touch they, Bar has been Monterey gone. Has nothing. Yeah, it's been gone for years, <laughs> for but they just couldn't get rid of it. Like they, they, <laughs> Apple did not, they just did not, I've never seen, in my, in my memory, I cannot think of something like this that they've done before where... They introduced a hardware feature and then just pretended that it didn't happen, right? Like, hey, look, we did this thing. We're never going to talk about it again, and we're never going to add anything to it. I think that's, that's the, most, the most damning thing about it is that Apple shipped it and never improved it. I know, you know, there, there were some very, very minor things that were done to it. But I, what I would say is, either Apple believed that it was perfect as it as is and never needed to be better, which it very clearly wasn't, because like the OS could have really embraced the Touch Bar and you know built an API for apps to to uh, work globally in the Touch Bar and stuff like which all these third parties like Better Touch Tool and all that like tried to hack their way into it. Either Apple thought it was perfect, or Apple knew almost immediately that it was a loser and they didn't put any more effort into it. And and in fact, my personal theory is that the hardware people were really excited about it and the software people thought it was dumb. And so the software never got better because the software people weren't going to optimize for the touch bar. And so it just, it just sat there. I also wonder if like it was created and it was a good idea, but nobody really used it for long enough. Yeah, I, I I wonder if that that's the real story, is that they thought people would use it, and um, they didn't, and so they put it off on their list of things to replace. Uh, mm-hmm. It is telling that it has remained in the lineup for so long, Well, even it, through, the, through part of the transition, yeah. because there's one you know, Apple Silicon laptop with a touch bar. I guess, though, un- until you do a chassis redesign, yeah. you can't get rid of it. Or like you have to redesign the chassis just for that, and that yep. seems wasteful. Maybe hard to hard to uh, get rid of it. So I hope they get rid of it. And I'm sorry to people who like the Touch Bar, but I think it was a bad idea. I like it. I don't like it enough. Like I like it when it works. The problem is it doesn't always work for me, and sometimes I hit it accidentally in a way that I never hit buttons accidentally. That's the damning part of it for me. 
when I'm using my laptop, I kind of like it. I like it. I like the volume. It's like it's just easier for me to grab it. I like it for emoji and stuff like that. But the problem is, I also found out that I rest some of my fingers in that area and hit the buttons that I don't mean to hit. And this never happens to me on any other laptop. And so it's it takes away as much as it gives, I think. And so it just never really caught on. And I don't think that I'm alone in that. So I think it's the wrong, I think it's the wrong place for a device like that. Looking, you know, to have to look down, not only look down on your keyboard, but then look to the top of it and then reach over there. The way, to, the way to solve this and the way to, to do it properly is to put a touchscreen on a laptop. Because you don't mm-hmm. accidentally touch the screen and then you have all of that stuff available to you. You know, Windows laptops learned this a long time ago, and it's great. You know, I think a lot of long-time Mac people just assume it will be bad. It's good. I like having the option to touch the screen if I want to, um, and I hope one day Apple does this. I don't think they're doing it now. I hope that they do one day. Yeah. What is your third pick? Oh, boy. Um, Let's go with the display. And I'm going to say the display will be a mini LED display and marketed for some sort of enhanced dynamic range. Wow, the marketed part is a lot. Well, I mean, marketed for. They will, they will talk. If, if it's a mini LED display like mm-hmm. the one on the iPad, they will talk about its, one of its features being extended to dynamic range of some part. I'm not saying it's going to be called the XDR or something, but I'm going to say uh, that some combination because they may not say mini led did they sure. say mini led about the ipad pro but they talked about its extended dynamic so. range i believe so, so i think All they're right. going to do that again basically i see That's why you're picking this it's on the opportunity to not talk about what the technology is they did say it was mini led for the ipad pro because i remember being surprised about i it. think they'll do it again i think they'll do some yeah. form of that where we're essentially going to get a version of the <laughs> ipad pro conversation again man that would be so good oh my god if they put a mini LED display on this laptop, oh my god, Jason, it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, the thing like again, maybe this might come up later. If they do this and don't create an external display with mini LED in it, that would be so sad. Right? <laughs> like, it, oh, I'm gonna use this computer in clamshell mode for ergonomics, and now I don't get to see the nice screen. Mm. This is this is me being sad about my. Is that a new, yeah, that's a new character? That's, that's sad, sad Mike. This this character oh, is me when I get the laptop. That's that's the. I would be very. That would make me sad to know I have this incredible screen and, and don't get to use it. Um, okay, so yes, I'm on board with this and would love it. It was uh, pretty high up on my list too. I'm gonna go. I'm now gonna focus back on one of the original rumors for this machine, um, and my third pick will be that a HDMI port will be added to the MacBook. At least one MacBook Pro. Uh, that was going to be my next one. So well done. I I was thinking about this draft in the context of uh, listening to ATP last week, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like literally it was the let's talk about every single thing that's rumored for this because it is the way they described it. I think accurately is that every dream of every Mac user has been placed on this update. It's like mm-hmm. literally what if they solved all the problems? And I started to think, you know, maybe they will. But probably they'll disappoint us in some choice or other. Oh, for sure. And I started to think about how do I rank all of the things that have been rumored. Um, And I think HDMI is a really good choice because 
it eliminates the need, the most common need, I think, for a dongle of any laptop, which is every everybody's got an HDMI plug. Every device has an HDMI plug. This is, for me, like much more important than putting an SD card slot on the laptop. Like, yeah, much, I just think the, the, the rationale of uh, connecting a laptop to an external display yep. and not having to have it be some weird adapter or anything, but literally just it is the plug that <laughs> that is on every device. I, it just it, it makes the most sense of all of the rumors of different slots on this thing. I mean, there were, you know, this has been heavily rumored. There were those apparent schematics that came out and said that it had it. But nevertheless, like, this is... If I was going to... If you were going to say, hey, Mike, what are they going to put on this thing? Like, what port are they going to add? This is what I would go for first. Because as you say, right, these things are used in presentations all the time. People need to connect to projectors. HDMI is the easy way to do that. So it makes a lot of sense. It is a very universal connector. And... I think a lot of people would get a lot of use out of it. So HDMI port. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Fourth round. Uh, okay. I am going to go with a better webcam. Damn it. That's what I wanted. Okay. Yep. How is it better? Well, I'll say it's got to be 1080 or mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I believe the webcam on these is 720 still. Yep. The iMac 24 has a 1080 webcam. Like like my iMac Pro, but it has the better image signal processing and all of that. And, but I, I it, if they have to say it's a better webcam because of the ISP, and that's it, then we've lo- we've all lost. Yes, we all <laughs> because lose. that is the that is a fallback. In fact, I think it's kind of weak that they said that the webcam in the 24 inch iMac was. 1080 but it was the best webcam ever on the mac and literally it's the same webcam as the imac pro but uh with a better image signal processor to make it look better which is sort of cheating so um i think that's the baseline is that it that this laptop have that webcam essentially a 1080 i'd love for this to be more than that i'll be disappointed if it's not more than that but i feel like baseline it's got to be better it's got to be 1080 or better yeah (laughs) yeah i look i remain skeptical i want them to do it it kind of really for me it depends on when did they make the decision yeah i think i think 1080 is not asking too much and that's why i have more confidence in this choice what i'd like to say is that it's a 4k webcam yeah with a widescreen lens and yeah. center stage yeah that's what it should be yes that is what it should be yes and and if if they build this amazing pro system that has all this incredible po- uh, power and ports and all those things honestly even if it's a just a 1080 webcam that i've picked it, it's it's weak. <laughs> like they need to put a much better webcam in their laptops and in all their computers, all their Macs. The Mac webcam uh, world is very sad right now. Um, and and I really do think that where they need to go is a fancy new bit of webcam tech that is higher resolution and wider screen and has center stage as part mm-hmm. of it. Um, but, you know, I I'll take the scraps of better than the old 720. While we're talking about webcams, I would like to just have a brief sidebar to talk about something that really frustrates me about Apple's webcams. Mm-hmm. So the 
webcam built into my iMac when I use it in the studio. Right. It flickers because of my overhead lighting. Oh. And the, the, I, this could be fixed if Apple would let me change the uh, the camera from, like, I don't know the exact terminology to use, 60 hertz to 50 hertz with right. its polling rate. I So I have to have a Logitech webcam on the top of my iMac because of this. <laughs> because Logitech allowed me in software to change it from 60 hertz to 50 hertz with the anti-flicker. Apple does not allow for anybody to make this change. Well, I bad. have an app which can do it for any other webcam as well as using Logitech's thing, but the app that I bought doesn't allow me to do anything and it doesn't seem like they have the ability to change it. And this is just like one of those things where it's like, hey, in America we don't have this problem, you know, and, and because you know, power and stuff is different here, whatever. So it's just a frustration for me. Apple just let me do something or let developers make this change because I cannot use the good cameras that you put on your machines, even if you put them on there, because people just have to watch this like laser light show going on whenever I'm on Zoom. So I have to put a Logitech camera up there. Yeah, well, that's a that's a little bit of a sidebar, but you're right. That's one of those places where Apple's lack of giving people options is biting you mm-hmm. and it, that's another thing they should do is if they're going to put a webcam up there they need to be able to let you set options for the webcam mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. so my fourth pick <laughs> thicker than the laptop at least one laptop is thicker than the one it replaces that's what I'm going to go with Okay. so my, I'm really zooming in on the 14 here would be my expectation um with the thinking that the mini LED screen, they will it will if they put that uh, on there, it's going to be a similar thing to the iPad that got the mini LED screen in it. For whatever reason, either the screen th- physically got larger, or they put more battery in it, or something. Uh, oh, you know what? I've just thought yeah, about. I was going to say, do you think Apple's going to stand on stage and say, our laptop uh-uh. is thicker? That was a bad thing for us to put in the list. So I'm going to undo that. Let's pretend that never happened. <laughs> and I'm going right. to say... I wasn't going to say anything. No, I was actually going to bring it up. But yeah, the Discord brought it up, and I thought... We shouldn't have had that in our list. We should not have had that in our list. I mean, if they showed dimensions... They won. And those dimensions... Are, are if they say it's this wide by this thick or whatever, or look how thin it is, and then we say, wait a second, isn't the old one thinner than that? You would get that point. It is something that they might disclose, but they're not going to shout that it's thicker. They would disclose a thickness that would be thicker. Yeah, I don't even think they would give dimensions on, on stage, though. Okay. If there is a stage. I'll go with something a little bit trickier then because I've okay. given myself that out. Uh, promotion display. Okay. Has this, this is one of those that's really interesting because I'm not sure this has been rumored. People have suggested it. Um, well. But that people will suggest anything. So I am kind of trying to pull one out of the hat here. Uh-huh. But if, you know, my thinking is if they've gone to all this effort and they've created this new mini LED screen, higher refresh rates are the future could you not just do it now? So that's what I'm going yes. for. Yes. All right. All right. Because the think... Mac already supports higher refresh rates than Apple's screens. So if you have sure. a higher refresh rate monitor, which I do, the Mac will support it. 
So this is already there. All Apple have to do is make a screen that can support it themselves. Mm-hmm. They already do that with their mini LED technology. They've done the work. Yeah, and they don't even make the screens, right? They're, they're, yeah, uh, they're, 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 they're somebody's they're got a screen, from. and those screens exist. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the mini LED, there's an argument to be made that if you're going to upgrade the display, do it, right? Like, do it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it now is the time to really upgrade this display. And it's also one of those things, if they're using the same screen um, manufacturer, you know, it's like, wouldn't it be harder to just not do it the way you do it everywhere else? You know, like your chip supports it because it's the same underlying chip technology, you know, like go for it. Let's just put, let's make a higher, re- I don't know if it's 120, they might not go all the way to 120. I don't know if Apple have decided that ProMotion means something, but nevertheless, I'm going to go with ProMotion Display because I think they'll call all it right. that. I can't let this last round pass without uh, going back to the many, many rumored new ports on these things that are going to solve all our problems by bringing back or adding all ports that are beloved by fans of ports everywhere. I can't let it go without picking the SD card slot being added to at least one model. 16-inch, I'm looking at you, but maybe it's both. Mm. Um, You know, it seems counterintuitive, and yet... I just can see them saying we got a lot of feedback from our pro customers that they want support for an SD card slot. So here it is. Like, and also I don't think the SD card slot is antithetical to Apple. I think that Apple understands that people use it. My, my, my iMac pro has an SD card slot on it. I think they could bring it back to the laptops. And I think honestly, it's probably one of those things that pros have been yelling at Apple for, for a while now. So I'm going to just put it out there. What kind of slot is it? Is you know, I don't know what sort of SD card format, speed, whatever. I'm just going to say it's an SD card slot. Okay. I don't know what to do now. Hmm. I have some boring picks. I have some not so boring picks. You could embrace the excitement of what the chip's going to be called. Well, this is one of my I was not confident enough. I still think M1X is the best name for it. And I actually have a theory about the chip <sighs> where, where people are like, no, it'll be like Pro and Pro Max. And I'm like that. I don't know. If it's got like a 10 core version and a 20 core version, you could start calling it like the M1X10, the M1X20, which sounds super cool to me. So M1X and M1XX. Um, oh, M1XX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of my potential picks is choosing... It is or it isn't called M1X, but right. I, I don't know if I want to wade into that for the draft. I've had the, that at the top of my list, and I look at it, and I'm like, no, I can't choose. <laughs> Can I ask you, Nat, what would you, you say yes, it is? I would say yes, it is, but my okay. confidence isn't high enough to have picked it. If I was going to make a pick, my pick would be no, no, it will not be called M1X. Hmm. <sighs> you, want, you want to add a line to the draft that's just a, a straight up? Will it or won't it? We could do that. I don't think we can add any more bonus rounds into this draft. <laughs> All right. It's a ge- little gentleman's... How about this? It's just uh-huh. a little gentleman's uh, wager on the side okay. for nothing yeah. other than just, let's see who is right. This I say is it is, you say bet. it isn't. Yeah, I like okay. that. I like that. It's all on the side bet. We've got to, yeah, let's just keep adding to this. All right, so... Shall I tell you what I'm weighing up... Yeah, Just I can't pick any more in this yeah. category, actually, so you're not giving anything away to the me. The three more that I have are Apple calls its webcam its, quote, best ever. 
<laughs> I laughed when you put that in the document. Uh-huh. Higher resolution retina display. But I don't know how much I want to keep betting on this display. And they would have to talk about it, although they would if it was, if if it it was, was a higher they resolution, would. they would talk about it. And if they disclose the resolution and it is higher, that mm-hmm. would get you that point anyway. The other one is Power Brick has an Ethernet jack. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Like, it, it, it's on the iMac. It's right there. It would be Again, weird that would be to an me upsell. if they didn't do it. Like, even if right? it was just on the 16, because you've already done it now. In that idealized world where you just have a laptop on a desk and there's only one cable coming out of it to have it include the Ethernet. So when you plug in, it's almost like a little mini dock. Mm-hmm. And we know that they are happy with that concept because they do it with the iMac. Um, but... Just because they can do it doesn't necessarily mean they will. But it goes back to what we were talking about when they put it on the iMac, which is like, would you really do this just for the iMac? Like the iMac already has some right. ports on it. And I know it's like a thickness thing or whatever, like blah, 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 I get it. But laptops also have a thickness issue. And it means you've got to have a dongle. Yep. And if all you're doing is connecting to Ethernet when you're at a desk with your power cord, you don't need the dongle because your power cord is the dongle. Right, I could totally see the argument for it. Whether they do it this time or not, I don't know, and that's why I didn't pick it. But I Mm -hmm. think that it is entirely plausible that they would do that. So for me, the webcam one maybe seems the most likely, but it's also the most boring. I I would say you you should probably specify that as like the best ever on a Mac. Yeah, that's what I. uh, That yeah, yeah. Yeah. These are all these are all plausible choices of I would say kind of equal plausibility. You know, I would say the problem with the webcam pick is if all it is is the same webcam that's in the iMac and it has the ISP, it's not the best ever. Exactly. It would just be as good. They would have had to have changed the ISP again, right? If it's a 1080p and, then for, for, and I don't think they would have necessarily done that. I'm going to go with the power brick has an Ethernet jack. Okay. And I'm going to be sad when Apple 100% calls this webcam its best ever. <laughs> but... That's fair. That's boring. That's a boring pick, and I, I don't want to just have a boring pick for the sake of it. Like, yeah. It's well, no, I, boring. I, I think that that's a big risk because it really requires it to be even better than yeah. 1080p, and I don't know if I try. Honestly, it makes total sense that it would be. I have been let down by Apple in terms of its webcams for so long now, yeah. forever, basically, that I just don't have a lot of confidence. Because I them. could imagine them just as easily saying... And we put the same fantastic webcam, which is the best we've ever made, from uh-huh. our iMac into yes. this MacBook Pro. And that wouldn't be it for me, right? That That's not the it. point. But I yeah. could imagine them saying that and making it sound as good as it is. Because I do not think they're going to go above 1080. I would love it if they did, but I do not think they will. Um, and I, do, I don't think, as much as we'd love it, I mean, we don't, we, we're finished with our picks now, so it's not going to come up. Yeah. I don't think this is going to get center stage, even though it should. I just think I, it's too, well, this is, they wouldn't have done it. I think Apple's game on, on the Mac in terms of webcams has been terrible for a very, very, very long time. And it's really frustrating, especially since we have now seen what they do on their other devices. Yep. Now, one of these days, it's entirely possible that they're going to have that moment of revelation. And maybe the pandemic did it. And maybe in these MacBook Pro systems, we'll see it. Or maybe because of the lead times and all of that, it wasn't ready here. I, I, I want to be open to the possibility because I think it's I think it really is inevitable that Apple is going to put on some Macs a wide-angle, high-resolution camera that does center stage. I do think it's going to happen. I think that if it if it is not going to happen on these systems, it'll probably happen on the big iMac. 
mm. because iMac is actually the best place for it. And I think the only reason it's not on the 24 is that the 24-inch iMac predated center stage mm-hmm. when they were designing it, even though it came out at the same time, it predated center stage. So I feel like center stage on the Mac kind of has to happen, but they have let me down so many times that to pick it in advance and say, this is the day where Apple's story about webcams changes forever. That's, that's hard to do. I just, they've let me down too many times. They're, they're, this is one of those areas where they are way behind the cutting edge and it's very sad. And, and the iPad is in front of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the iPad mini is in front of the cutting edge on this one. Come on. Okay. Well, there are those MacBook Pro picks, 10 of them. This episode of Upgrade is brought to you by Instabug. Building mobile apps presents challenges. It can be bugs, crashes, performance issues. They can be a nightmare for developers. But what if you could not only detect all of these issues, but also get a holistic understanding of the quality of your app from your user's point of view? Instabug's lightweight SDK grabs all of the insights that you need to build top quality apps through comprehensive bug and crash reports, performance monitoring, and real-time user feedback all in one SDK. With Instabug, you can continuously monitor and measure the performance of your application as perceived by your users, empower your users to report issues and ask questions seamlessly right inside of the app where they are, and get all of the information that you need about bugs, crashes, and other issues to get them fixed in record time or with a focus on privacy and security. And you don't need to worry about the hassle of switching to a new tool, because it just takes minutes to integrate Instabug into your application, and it fits right within your existing workflow with support for Jira, Slack, Trello, GitHub, Zendesk, and over 10 other popular tools. Join over 25,000 top mobile developers around the world who use Instabug to ship high-quality apps. Go to try.instabug.com slash upgradefm. That's try.instabug.com slash upgradefm. Our thanks to Instabug for the support of this show and Relay FM. So now we're going to do the Colors Are Draft. So the draft of the colors are here we go. So the colors are decrees that a draft be created <laughs> in their honor. So mm. we've been talking a lot recently on the show about Apple's somewhat perplexing choices of colors for their machines, and also in a hope that they have a pro computer, they're redesigning it. Will they add at least some color to this line? Mm-hmm. Who can know? We have a selection of colors that we've picked in advance that range from color options and names of stuff that already exists in Apple's uh, lineup from past and present, along with some general colors, you know, blue, orange, green, yellow, red, purple, that kind of thing. Now, you know, and we'll be able to decide. If they call it like Tahoe blue or something, it's blue. Okay. And that's why we've gone with that because when it gets to colors, it gets more complicated. The way we're going to do this is a reminder, we get three picks each. And whoever gets the most gets the point. One point on offer. And if we if we tie, then uh, we That's either that. both get it or don't get it, and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, maybe this should be. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I was going to say maybe we should have a tiebreaker. I, which I is, was thinking is that the too. Name but... of the chip. Mm, no, but it's not a color. A chip. A, a <laughs> chip is not a color. Make any sense? No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's we'll just polish this off pretty quick. I pick silver. I think uh, boring, boring. Bet on boring. I say. Space Gray. Yeah, bet on boring. We're betting bet on, on boring. boring. I knew that was going to happen. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. Oh, man. Oh, now it gets hard. <laughs> I am going to go with 
I'm I'm gonna go with Starlight. I'm gonna go. What if they do Starlight? What if they make it Starlight? That's what I'm gonna go with. Fun because I want Midnight. Oh, I actually think Midnight is the is the most likely of their current color options to come to a pro laptop because it's dark because Apple believes that pro, mm-hmm. but it's got a little color to it. I am going to choose a non-matte black. So we have on our board matte black and non-matte black. So is this space black? Is it just black? I don't know, but I'm just going to I'm going to put it out there cuz right. again, I I have a hard time picking actual colors. I am tripling color. down. <laughs> graphite. Graphite. That's a great choice cuz they might call a really dark gray graphite. Yeah. Basically, I'm assuming there will be a dark colored laptop and it's going to be one of those three names. That's what I'm going for. Okay. My next option, by the way, if you would have picked Graphite, Midnight, or Space Gray, was going to be Matte Black. Yeah. I thought that that's where we were going to go is I pick non-Matte Black and you pick Matte Black. But Yeah, but I don't think it's that likely for that. But I I, that is what I would have gone with. And if it were going to pick a color, it would be some kind of blue is what blue. I would have gone with. Yeah, agreed. That's the colors. So this is uh, this is the thing. The colors are draft. Oh, you think to yourself, that's a bunch of boring colors. They're barely even colors. Uh, well, you can blame Apple for that, <laughs> I mm. guess. We'll find out. That's right. All right, so let's move into our other picks round. Final four picks. Everything's on the table. If there is a product, a piece of software, something to do with a service, it's all in here. It's all to play for. New AirPods. It's going to happen. All right, let me know I pick. New AirPods feature a design inspired by AirPods Pro. <laughs> this seems very obvious that they, they, well, they have to, at some point ship a new pair of AirPods. You would expect if they've got it available to do, they will want to do it before the holiday season. If they're going to mm-hmm. ship any kind of AirPods, it's going to be the standard, right? The regular AirPod. I think they're going to do it. And if yeah. they're going to do it, it will have a new design. I, I definitely think they're going to do it. It's it's why not? Now is a great time. It's been rumored for a long time. They are great sellers. I'm sure they're great sellers at the holidays. Um, the design inspired. I guess my question would be, you know, again, gentlemen's agreement sort of thing. Will if they don't say it's inspired by the AirPods Pro, we'll I think probably know it when we see it if they look yes. like the AirPods Pro or if they yeah. don't. It's to be very clear. This this won't be a. A thing that I think will take any litigation. Like, yeah, and if, if it does, then we'll see if Steven thinks they're inspired by the yeah. AirPods Pro. We'll I mean, because what, what I think the main thing here is is the stems will be smaller. Yeah, all the all the rumors indicate that they... I mean, honestly, it makes sense, right? They design the AirPods, and then they design the AirPods Pro, and that's the new AirPods design. And I, ma- I imagine that there is some... Uh, economy of scale if nothing else from sort of like piggybacking on that design and using some of the same parts or some of the same methods in order to create uh, regular AirPods too so it doesn't surprise me at all and it's in fact it's kind of your standard Apple trickle down kind of thing right where they introduce something up at the high end and then later it kind of comes down to other models it sort of feels like that too they they uh like Tim Cook likes to kind of reuse things down you know over time so I, I think it's a pretty good choice. Anything goes. Ready for mine? Yeah, I'm super, super ready. Mention of a new version of an Apple Pro app. Okay. 
So what I mean by this is there will be something maybe enabled by the software or maybe enabled by the hardware, the new hardware, maybe not. Maybe it's something that is just something they're rolling in as part of the story. But I feel like for a MacBook Pro event, they're going to talk about, we have a new version of Final Cut that does this thing, or we have a new version of Logic that does this thing. And that's all I'm saying here is that they will mention that there's going to be an update to or a new version of, or there's this feature that we're adding to Logic or Final Cut or whatever that is part of the story of this. That's it. That's that's kind of all I'm saying. Mm. We'll see. Mm. But they just have to mention it, that there's some some new awesome thing in a new version of one of their pro apps. So if they said such and such will be updated to support this new feature. Yes. That's enough? Yeah, I, I think basically what I'm looking for is they're going to mention a pro app in the context of some new thing that the pro app will now be able to do. Okay. So that it, as part of rolling out this pro software, they're going to call out the pro apps, a pro app at least, and say, it does this now. But that's what we're looking for. It has to be yeah. mention a pro app that they already make and that yeah. is going to get some kind of support for something. For something. And and yeah, probably right. related to the hardware, although they could fake it and it could be like, oh, it's got this amazing other thing that it does. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they say Logic now supports spatial audio, which is something that they said w- would happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they say in their event, they go to the trouble of mentioning that Logic has gotten this new feature, that counts. I just, I, I'm saying I want to see a pro app call out mm-hmm. about something new in a pro app. Cool. That's cool. That makes sense. I'm going to go over a bit of stagecraft. We're all going to get to say hello to our friend John Turnus as he will introduce a product during the event. Ah, John Turnus. They've been going good, to Turnus a lot, right? Like during good the, friend. Since, yep. Especially since the Apple Silicon transition. Um, I was thinking about this, like who would do it? And I was like, immediately I thought, oh, Jaws. And I was like, mm, not, no. Like if I think about this, Jaws does the iPhone, like the iPhone Pro. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much, for, to my memory, all of the Macs have been introduced. The M1 Macs or the Apple Silicon Macs have been introduced by John Turner. They go into that like mid-level uh, that he seems to occupy, occupy, I should say, in uh, yeah. in Steve Jobs' theater, right? There's like that middle mm-hmm. level is all silver, yeah. and that's where John Turner lives. At the bottom of the elevator. Yeah. Jaws lives up at the top of the elevator. Jaws there, lives but... outside. Oh, Jaws lives outside. Right, Poor guy. <laughs> right, because first time he was, he'd found a way to sneak into the uh, visitor center. That's where he was when he introduced the twelve Pro, and then for the thirteen Pro, they kicked him out, and he was <laughs> he was just hanging around outside. That's true. Yeah, at night, no yeah, less. At night, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, John. Exactly. You got to get out. So All right. that's what I'm going with. All right, I am going to pick. I'm going to go for it. Apple Silicon. Faster mm. Apple Silicon Mac Mini introduced. This is my next one too. Oh, good. I don't know how confident I am in it. Yeah, I don't know either. But I I was more confident in it than the other things that we had on our list, so I picked it. I think this is one of those, just like it was a year ago, you throw in the Mac Mini with the other announcements. Cause right. We were surprised when we got two laptops and a Mac mini last time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that Mac mini is just like laying, laying out there and they want to replace it. They could do it later, but there's like still an Intel Mac mini in their product line. Like they want it out. They want to get it out. So this would be a way to do it is they've got this new chip and boom, it's also in the Mac mini. 
yeah. So that that's why I talked myself into it. Question for you, not for the uh, draft, but question. New design? Uh, it, I'm going to refer you to my comments about the webcam, which is I've been burned on Mac Mini design for so mm-hmm. long. Apple has changed the Mac Mini design so infrequently. And there's so much room in the existing Mac Mini design for cooling and things, even for a higher powered processor, that I, if I had to choose, I would choose not a new design. I would choose it'll look exactly like the existing Intel Mac Mini that's got the space gray. And that's it. And I know that's like I'm betting on disappointment. So but... you could imagine like, hey, we've got this new chip. It's called M1 Pro. And... M1 Double X. <laughs> and we're also going to bring it to the Mac Mini. Right? Like, is that kind of what you expect they would do? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And not yeah. like there, here's a totally new redesigned Mac Mini that is unlike anything you've seen before. And it's more like a Mac Pro and whatever. They may yet do that, but that's not what I'm thinking for this. I'm thinking that they're going to do a, you know, M1X Mac Mini variant that is more powerful and has more ports on the back than the mm-hmm. than the M1 Mac Mini. And uh, they're doing that because they get to clear another Intel Mac off their off their list. All right. The best I can do with the draft here is win this draft in time for the year. That's the best I can get out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You're going for glory? Is that what's happening? No. I'm deciding I'm going to put out into the world what I want the world to give back to me. All right. External display introduced. Well, this is what I want. I want them to mm-hmm. introduce a really nice mini-LED affordable display for both the Mac Mini and mm-hmm. and these laptops. The laptops. That's yeah. what I want them to do. Perfect time to do it. Yeah. My I want this too. Yeah. My concern about it is that they're not going to do this until they do a new big iMac. I'm not sure that's logical, but that's just my feeling of like if they're going to do a new big iMac that's fancy and has fancy display technology, um, that they might want to have that display debut mm-hmm. on the iMac and not on an external display. Yep. But the right time to introduce an external display is for MacBook Pro users. That is the right time to do it. Mac Pro, I guess, but like MacBook Pro users, it, it's the perfect time for them. I mean, they could even not make it really amazing, but just have like, we have a new baseline display and it's basically the same as the iMac. They could. I would want more out of it, but at least it would be, you know, properly integrated and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they put a 4K webcam in that. Oh, boy, dare to dream. <laughs> now you're now you're being unreasonable. Yeah, we have put this pick in, uh, Jason amended, I think it makes sense, affordable external display. Yeah. We, know what, we know what we mean here, which is it's not a rev of the Pro Display XDR. Exactly. It's a new display. Yeah. Yep. Well, what does that leave me with here? There's lots of options. I mean, there's a universe of options here. Mm-hmm. Jason put a lot of potential comedy bits in to this. I did. I did. And I'm thinking of those. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to choose a comedy bit, because why right. not? John Stewart comedy bit. That's my choice. I don't know what. Might not be very long, but uh, John Stewart comedy bit. He's got a new show on Apple TV Plus. It's it's live on air now. Maybe there's a comedy bit. Mac OS Monterey shipping in October. Ah, uh, I okay. Mac OS Monterey shipping in October. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's a good chance of this happening. Okay, let's talk timelines. Yeah. They're going to announce products on the 18th. Mm-hmm. It's going to be new MacBook Pros. They're mm-hmm. going to ship, presumably, with Mac OS Monterey. They're not going to ship that I think that they one. have to ship yeah. with Monterey. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I think so. I, in fact, In fact, something that, that um, we haven't talked about, but they released a new beta of Monterey that has some changes to Safari in it, yeah. and it seems like they're still making changes to Safari. Um, <laughs> it, it feels really weird that they're making changes this late, but I'm reminded of those iPhone Pro models that I got that were running iOS 15 and then wanted to update to iOS 15. This is a trick Apple does now, as they put earlier builds that are basically beta builds on as the final, and then they push an update. Yes. So you you get it when it ships. So they're probably loaded with a, a build like beta 10, <laughs> beta 9, and then we'll update to the final, even though it'll claim to be the final, it won't be. Um, so the scenario here is they announce it on the 18th. It probably ships on the 29th, but I think that it also might ship on the 5th. And I think that's the 50-50 about when Monterey will ship, is that Monterey will probably ship on like the 27th or the 3rd. But I think I think it's more more likely that it ships in October by the end of the month, probably like the twenty seventh. So here's why I've, I've gone with this is because I agree. With, I, I don't think you're going to be like my feeling is do the event on the eighteenth. Products go on sale, you know, like they were pre ordered on the the end of the week and then ship in the next week. So ship in the next week. I I just think it's also possible they'll ship the week after that. So I understand, but like, so yes, you could say you could pre-order them on Friday and they ship on the 5th of November. Well, then why not do the event on the 25th of October? I don't know. There's, I mean, like, there's no reason to have two weeks before the products start to ship when the event dates are completely devoid of any requirement to move anybody anywhere anymore, you know? I don't know. And then you could have actually done it on Tuesday the 26th because they're only doing it on the 19th because Google has the Pixel event on the 19th. I said, I'm doing it on the 18th. There's no reason. Why would they? Oh, we picked a Monday for once just for funsies. No, it's, they want to be able to put stuff on pre-order on Friday because it's shipping the week after. This is, what, sure. this is my thinking. And they okay. would have ideally wanted to do it on the 19th, but they don't want to compete against Google. I think that's all perfectly reasonable. I just think there's also a chance that it'll be one week later than that. Sure. But and for all this to happen, macOS yeah. Monterey has to ship at some point. And so I think there's enough time for it to, for them to say it comes out by the end of the month or in October or next week or whatever. Sure. Um, I think that's a reasonable choice. And I know, like, I know, because I understand that, that Monterey is buggy. I, I get that. But sometimes they release buggy operating systems. <laughs> like, it's true. It just happens because they have other things going on. So that's the draft. That's the draft. I'm pretty excited for Monday. I am too. Because I feel like there's a lot of, like, I don't really know what they're going to do. You know, like, I, we got a lot of things that we think they're going to do. But I don't feel particularly convinced about anything, you know? So I'm excited about it. Like, I have, as is obvious from how we structured this, a pretty high confidence that MacBook Pro is what we're going to see. Mm -hmm. But the details, right? We've had a lot of details leak to the point where it seems like they can't all be true. But if they are, it's going to be unbelievable, right? Like, imagine if they do all this. And even if they do most of it and not all of it, it's still kind of pretty amazing, right? Plus... I am very excited about that new Apple Silicon chip because we have only seen the one, right? We've only seen the M1. So what's Apple's story with the next step in the evolution of Apple Silicon on Mac? I'm very excited to see that too. Can't wait to see those benchmarks, man. Yeah, can't wait to see that John Stewart comedy bit. Yeah. 
Is that going to be on his show at any point? Hey, hmm. I haven't seen the second episode yet, so I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. maybe it's funny. I don't know. Probably not. If you would like to get the scorecards, you can go to upgrade.cards. You can find a link in the show notes too. So you can score along with us on Monday. Uh, we will be going live as soon as we can after the event has ended. So once you watch the event, you can uh, come over to relay.fm slash live and tune in. Or you can also hang out as well in the chat in the members discord, uh, which you can get access to if you sign up for Upgrade Plus. Go to Get Upgrade Plus. Dot com and you can sign up and even when we do bonus episodes like this one you'd still get bonus content so upgrade plus subscribers they're going to get even more be one of them and if you are thank you so much also thanks to instabug and smile for their support of this show of course jason will be publishing as much as he possibly can over at sixcolors.com sure um, and also at jsnell on twitter j-s-n-e-l-l i am at imike i-m-y-k-e and we'll be back on monday Mm. reviewing Apple's Unleashed event for October 2021. Until then, say goodbye, Jason Snow. Goodbye, Mike Hurley. <laughs> <laughs>